Listen to me. First of all, Weekend Review is fucking bullshit. And let me tell you about Weekend Review. You guys won't even say shit about shit. You guys just fucking start talking a bunch of dumb bullshit, and you don't even know what the fuck you're saying. And to top it all off, how the fuck are you going to make a podcast every week and not have a week's worth of materials? Like, do you know how many motherfucking podcasts are having a lot of shit to say every week? A million! There's so much shit going on in the world. And you motherfuckers, you go through five minutes of your podcast and you're already fucking trying to waste time. Are you kidding me? What the fuck do you even do right here? You've been fucking sitting, pulling your putts all week? You didn't read the fucking news? You didn't do anything? What the fuck do you guys do with your lives? Joe Rogan has fucking four podcasts a week, you know? Four podcasts. And they're long as fuck. They're like three hours long. And he has interesting people on there. Do you know who interesting people are? Of course you fucking don't. He has somebody on there saying some crazy shit about how he fucking murders rhinos in the African jungle. You guys murder rhinos? Of course you fucking don't. You don't do jack shit. How many fucking rhinos did you murder in your life? Fuck that. I'll tell you what. You goddamn motherfuckers are an insult to podcasting. It's like you don't even try, man. It's like you don't even try. You know Stone Cold Steve Austin does two shows a week, too. He's fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. He fucking, all he does is say, hell yeah, motherfucking drink beer. That guy is sitting there in the Broken Skull Ranch opening up can, fucking two cans of audio whoop-ass a week. You guys can't even open fucking a half can of audio whoop-ass? Like, not even that, you're like, you're like, you crack, it's like, you know how when you're playing uh, uh, King's Cup, when you ever play that game, that drinking game, where everybody has to fucking put a card underneath the cap of the bottle, or underneath the, um, the uh, tab of the beer, they, in the middle, well, you guys are fucking, that little sizzle the card before that. You don't even have the goddamn... You're not the guys that chug the beer. You're the... Like, when you put that card in and it goes... And everybody's like, fuck, we have to chug. Whoever put that in. You're the fucking card before that. The one that everybody thinks is going to be that card, but it's not that card. Stone Cold Steve Austin... We'll say, fuck that. He'll throw all the cards away. And he'll just fucking chug that beer. He'll smash it with another beer. And fucking pour it into his mouth. And y'all motherfuckers, y'all don't even make that little noise. Like, it ain't even that. Is that a good enough promo? For your podcast. <laughs> Six months? More or less. Man, so much has happened in those six months. I feel I feel like such a better person. I feel like I'm able to actually do a really good show now. Because before, you know, for those of you who are new to the to the program, we used to do this show called Weekend Review. Weekend Review? Right. And uh, We had my, catchphrases, but we've forgotten them. Yeah, I mean, there's something about a fish and a, uh, and uh, what was the other thing? Landscaping uh, technician? Yeah. Uh, like a, like but, I said, like, I'm not an architect. And Kenneth said, like, I'm not a polar bear or something. It's really stupid. Yeah, we're going to leave that where it lies. Yeah, dead in the dirt. Just, yes. just like the band. Nice. So I'm getting the Atlanta references out of the way, uh, you know, because we're back. We're back. Weekend return. Re- weekend return. Yeah. Brand new branding. Yeah. And, like, um, 
Yeah, what, would you, what would you say the main problem was with the show before? The main problem with the show before was that you didn't want to do it. So that was the biggest barrier that we had to overcome, and it just came to be that it was uh, too much for us. So, uh, Yeah, I'd say I, I definitely contributed to the problem of me not wanting to do it by just not wanting to take part in the show, not wanting to do it. It's like I had a desire to do other things you know, that weren't the show. Yeah. Whereas you wanted to do the show, and I like didn't want to do it. Correct. That yeah. is correct. That is a, a true... Just to sum up what you just said. That's a true reading of facts and of history. Uh, but I also, saw, I also thought the show was bad. Like, you know, I'm not, not necessarily proud of every episode. I think we pulled, we pulled it off. We hit that sweet spot maybe once or twice in our whole fucking goddamn almost 30 episode career. Well, and this is, this is not going to be a continuous thing, by the way. I refuse to continue <laughs> to do this travesty of a show. And I have so much other shit going on now. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm it's, sure we'll, we'll dive into what we've been up to. It's an insult to me and an insult to my career to even expect me to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a rising star at this point. Hmm. I don't know. I have a show at Mammal Gallery now, you know? Yeah. Speak on that. I'll, I'll speak on it as much as I want. I think the last episode we... Yeah, yeah, you will. <laughs> so I'm done talking about it now. I think the last episode that we had was uh, the first month of the show that you're now doing. Which Is that, is that true? I think so, because we, we ended like the first week of June. Uh, I also had... I, uh, well, yeah, so... Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's going great so far. <laughs> um, I'm, glad you wanted, I'm glad you wanted to bring that to the mid, show. Midway through talking about that... Uh, thing that I didn't really care about. I remembered that I wanted to bring something up. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to get too meta, but you mentioned that we hit the sweet spot a few times, but what were those times? You don't have to name specifics, but like, what was the general thing that you felt like we were discussing that you were like, that's a good topic or that's a good flow or... I think any, I'm just curious because we're about to start again, and I just want to trick you into thinking. Well, that that's no, not, I'm not, and I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, get in my str- head. I don't want to string you along. Like uh, this is not. I'm not necessarily down to continue doing the show every week. You know, I don't know. I don't know what you think this is, man. This is like being in a relationship with a guy who's like wake non-committal. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, we could chill or whatever, but like, I mean, I'm not trying to have like a girlfriend or nothing. I mean, I don't need. I don't need nothing steady going on. I'm just kind of like uh, the bird with wings that were too big for its cage. Right. So you, you just died because you got so hot because you couldn't lift your limbs, like how the the bees kill hornets and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I have I have the same problem with uh, you know my penis sometimes. Right. Yeah. It is notoriously large. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that I've fallen back into. I'm just disappointed in myself for saying that. Yeah, also. already we're only we're only a few minutes in, and you're like already pulling out like the lamest, basest joke. It's all I just, when I get nervous, I just don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I don't, you, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm so suited to do to do a, a podcast. When you get nervous, you go back to high school humor. Yeah, you just like boobs. Because that's <laughs> yeah. the, that's the stuff that works. Well, yeah, it's kind of like people who get addicted to like, hmm, I don't know, some drug that doesn't last very long, but is really feels good cocaine sure it's like, <laughs> people, like any drug yeah people who get addicted to any drug it's basically like that like it's just like oh i don't want to deal with real life so i'll take this substance to have this little burst and then in in your comedy it's the same it's like oh i don't want to deal with real life uh penis <laughs> you play the penis game with yourself I mean, i'll say pretty much every day every day yeah sometimes multiple days but yeah. things start to get you know swollen after that multiple times a day um you know, when I wake up and when I go to sleep, the main two times. Yeah. But anyway, let's talk about some real stuff now because, you know, let's let's do it, man. Well, yeah, totally. I mean, did now's you... Now's the time. If any time, the time is now for us to actually, you know, turn the show around. Right. Talk about some real stuff. Have some, you know, real shit going on. So, I mean, uh, I think it's time to introduce uh, our new segment, which is called This Day in History. Nice. And I'm going to have the theme song play right here. Cool. So it's already played. So that was a redundant statement. It hasn't played yet. <clears throat> nice. It's playing right now. So today in history, mm-hmm. a few things know, happened. Something that's pertinent to you. Yeah, totally. In uh, 1859. Yeah. Uh, Darwin's Origin of Species Species was published. Mm-hmm. Now Darwin was a noted communist, like left, highly uh, left wing extremist, who wrote um, uh, propaganda for like the Communist Party in the 1950s. 
And uh, he, it was then that he discovered a time machine uh, abandoned in the woods in this mysterious box in the middle of the woods. Um, and he traveled back in time to 1859 where he wrote the uh, theory of evolution. So that's what, that's uh, that's a little bit of history for you. A daily dose, a daily dose of history. Today in history, yeah. uh, a few other things happen. None of them are. Well, wait, stop. What do you think about Darwin? Honestly, what do I? I mean, he's an old time hero. Yeah. Honestly, uh, as a man who I looked up to for a long time for his perseverance against the religious right. Uh, uh, here we go. He was a firm disbeliever after the bastard some call God took his wife. And uh, the, he was alive in a period of time where birth control was uh, probably limited to, uh, you know, uh, onanism or whatever, uh, coitus interruptus, you know, pulling out. Don't you think he deserved to be punished in some way? Darwin? Yeah. For what? For, for, for writing the theory of evolution, like spitting in the face of God. No. I think he, he should be lauded for that and uh, lifted high above, um, you know. Everyone, uh, well, you gotta expect God to be mad about that. Yo, God's not gonna let God's that one fly. totally pissed. But I mean, it, there comes he's a time. Not that cool? No, he's definitely not cool. I'm not taking this as a, from the perspective uh, of a God sympathizer. I mean, have you heard of these people, the Westboro Baptist Church? I've heard of the West Memphis Three. Well, that's something. That's something else entirely. Oh, but the Westboro Baptist Church, like you know, the stuff they say and stuff like that. When I was reading their website, these guys seem to have the right idea. I don't know. I know it's not popular to say these things. Well, sometimes... You know, I think I should be able to say this shit, you know, on my own show. I think I agree with the Westboro Baptist Church. Sure. I agree with Hitler. Right. I agree with every serial killer that's ever lived. Um, Right. Does that include George W. Bush? These are just my opinions. Right. George W. Bush especially. Well, I mean, you know, the Second Amendment is the right to bear arms, and the first one is freedom of speech, and there's a reason why they're in that order, because... My speech is protected. You're goddamn right. Yeah, exactly. I I can say whatever I want. Please do. I love having sex with animals. Nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, it's hard to prove. Tell consent. that to tell that to my therapist. Your lawyer, who well, is also and, your, and my lawyer. Yeah, to the same person, one and the same. Or tell that tell that to the uh, you know the the lawyer that works for the state of Georgia. You know, just the general. Tell that to the Atlanta Zoo's lawyer. <laughs> you know what I mean? so these, is that these, why these jokes are crafty? Is that why the reptile house was recently closed again for quote unquote renovations? <laughs> is that because you you tore all those anacondas a new one? A new what? They didn't even have a butthole. Then how do they exert their excretions? I don't know. I Excuse they... me. How do they exert their excretions? <laughs> Sit down, Melvin. Uh, yes, answer, sir. Answer, I'm sitting down now, or as the Latins would say, sedite platite. <laughs> this isn't Latin class, Melvin. Please, please stay on topic. If it was, I know it's not. But if it was, I would know that because I am a star student there, and I have all, a special desk, Melvin, Melvin, professor. Melvin, professor, I don't. You can't, you can't it's talk very impolite to interrupt you, now, I, someone. I, I in feel. The, I feel disrespectful. Professor, right are you familiar? Listen, this with is my classroom. Punctuation. This is my, Teacher, please don't throw things. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, the Darwin. Okay, I feel like that should be about it for the show. I think we should wrap it up. <laughs> well, one of the reasons we got together was because I uh, coincidentally was looking at our old. I, I'm a big fan of nostalgia. I don't know if you are a fan of nostalgia, but yeah, I, I don't know. Sometimes I know John Hodgman is not. It's a, he says it's a false emotion that lies to us and says that a previous time was better than it was and is better than it is now but i'm a big fan of indulging in nostalgia and i actually find that a lot of my life revolves around like repeating patterns uh consciously yeah and like and enjoying like kind of refining the pattern uh and you give can you give an example geez if you just looked at me any day at any time and looked at what i was doing that is a perfect example i basically am obsessed uh with routine yeah. And patterns. and, and what, wait, what does that have to do with nostalgia? Well, I think nostalgia is built into that because for me, nostalgia, I can think back. I can think about. I can think back to. Uh, I can think about. To that spe- bastard, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Kids in my boy. <laughs> Perfect, man. Thank you. Hope Mike me. Myers doesn't hear that. Yeah. He, might, he might cast you. I might have, well, I might. He might have to, you know, leave the, leave the city for a few 
uh, months. I'm either going to get a, an offer or a cease and assist. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for me, nostalgia is just, uh, it's like honoring past uh, routines that worked really well. Um, so anyway, that's all to say. I was looking at our old webpage uh, today, like our Tumblr or something, and I saw that the first episode we ever posted was from November 26th, and today is November 24th. Uh, and I was like, hot damn, it's almost been a year since we started and it's been about six months since we stopped. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Hmm. So it's just, so we're like in the middle right now. We're kind of, we're this, this episode is like in limbo. I was thinking on the way over here that if we treated the show as if we only ever did an episode every two weeks, then we technically did it for a year. So we're actually on time. Yeah. <laughs> if we Sweet. just, if we go back and re-release all of them two weeks apart. Uh, oh man, that's, that's a pretty good math joke right there. Thanks. It's not let's, that. Let's let's break it down. So you so you're saying, all right. I'm saying. So how many months are in a year, my man? Some have said twelve. All right, you're laying it down for me, man. You're breaking it down old school style. All right, now listen, boy. Let's say you take that twelve. Uh huh. Twelve divided by two, my man. Hmm. Twelve. Think uh, about it, my brother. Let I know me, you got it. Let me go on ahead. You got it. I believe in well, you. I'm going to take a moment. I'm going to reduce this. I'm going to simplify this fraction. So twelve over two. Lay it down, my boy. It's going to be six over one, which is six. So six. Oh yeah, you told him what's up. That's cool. So now you're going to take that six. What's six times two? Six times two is 12, so there's 12 months in a year. Right. Am I right or am I wrong, brother? Oh, no, it's irrefutable. You're right. All right, so we stopped doing the show, what, six months ago? ago. Right. And we, what, we started doing the show, like, about, what, six months before that? Right. So, like, say we did two episodes a year. Are you following me, bro? You need, so do far. Do I need to slow down? Hey. Do I need to ar- 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 rewind <laughs> Pump your that? brakes, for goodness sakes. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. No, really. it's cool, man. So, say, like, what you were saying, we do an episode every two weeks. Right. Now it's like we, what... Didn't even stop an episode. episode. We didn't even think. We didn't stop an episode, as I would like to say. And you know what? Put no brakes on this pony, my boy. My boy, indeed. My moil. I think. My moil. So, since no one listened to it anyway, I think. Happy Yom Kippur. Never mind. Moil, isn't that a Hebrew word? Yes. I I, I was just letting you bask in the light of. (laughs) Of awkwardness. I was trying to riff on that, you know? No, I'm not going to let you. I let you just drown out there. I let Kenneth you. never lets me do anti-Semitic humor. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, that's, a, that's, that's a real shame of all the stuff I said about Hitler earlier. Anyway, you can I'll, edit it out. No, nah, no, nah, there's no breaks on this puppy, my man. Anyway, so this is the one-year anniversary, more or less, of Weekend Review. And it just seemed fitting. I don't. I don't know. I texted you earlier today, and I was like, "Hey, weekend return." And you were like, "Weekend we renew." And you're like, "I'll get back to you." And I was like, "Okay." Yeah. And then I forgot about your text, and I saw it later. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh shit, Kenneth." Yeah, and I decided it was probably the right thing to do. It's been it's been long enough. We're both in very different points in our life. Um, and neither one a, of this us. This is a one-off episode, so it better be good. I get it. I get it. This is How many a, more times do I got to say that, man? Only if I get pregnant today are putting, you going to stay in the picture. I get put, it. You're putting pressure on. You're like standing on my balls with your high-heeled shoes, hmm. just begging me to, you know, what? Commit. Yeah. I mean, what's wrong? A part of routine is commitment. You have to commit yourself to doing the same thing all the time. We should get to the root of uh, of why why you love routine. So I think much. I know the root. What's that? When I was in you know, se- dude, you know the roots. Do you think they get You think they get us tickets to Jimmy Fallon? Probably not. Uh, okay, what's what's the root of the, your routine? So, I don't know if this was coincidental, like like uh, a trigger that was just waiting to be pulled, or if this happened directly because of this incident, but if I think back, um, it all starts in seventh grade, and this is very like coincidental with you and I becoming friends, uh, and it was like my first real taste of like rebellion and everything. A lot of that came through music and like, you know, audio content and stuff like that. Um, and so I was listening to a bunch of CDs my parents did not approve of. 
uh, Dead Kennedys, you know, Jelly Biafra, Spoken Words, Slayer. Uh, those are probably the big ones. Uh, System of a Down. Spoken sc- Word. Scared them a lot. Yeah, Jelly Biafra, Spoken Word. Yeah, Jelly Biafra, Spoken Word. So I was getting really political and like, uh, my parents didn't want me to have all these things. And so like, uh, at some point during my seventh grade year, I just kind of was like, I'm extremely paranoid now that if I leave anything out, uh, I won't be able to make sure that it's safe from my parents. Yeah. And so... Like they would take your stuff away? Yeah. And... and give you like PTSD. Kind of, I guess. It was more like an anxiety thing because I would, I would have that thought. And if you, if you look at OCD, it's like you have obsessive thoughts and then you have actions that you partake in in order to make that anxiety from those thoughts go away. Like that's the definition of OCD. Um, and so I would have these anxious thoughts that my stuff was going to be taken. And so what I would do is I would go through the entire house and I would check every single room and I would do it in a very specific way. I think we've talked about this on the show before. Really? No way. But yeah, I go through every room. I still do this to this day. Uh, I've, n- I've never talked about, I've never talked about this with you. I don't think. Really? I don't, I don't remember us talking about this. Are you positive? Anyway, it doesn't matter. I mean, I know I've talked about it on Molt several times because I have my own theory about why it exists and where it came from. So you, you, you check every room, all the items in every room? Roughly speaking, yes. Uh, I, Can you I, give me an example? Sure. Uh, usually when I enter or exit a room, uh, so if I'm first coming into a room after being away from it for a while, or if I'm leaving it to go away for a while, such as tonight when I came here, yeah. Uh, I will go through every single, basically I follow, follow a, a maze that I've made for myself and yeah. I just examine every area of that maze and I do a specific kind of ritual where I make sure like everything is in its right place and, huh. and, and that's definitely OCD and orderly. <laughs> um, and if it's not proper, sometimes I have to stop. This is why I think it's definitely OCD too. Uh, sometimes if it's not done right, I have to start over. Wow. <laughs> so if you if you if I lose concentration and because it has to, it's such a concentrated effort to to do this like I'm really into it when I'm doing it like it's yeah it's like it's kind of like a mental masturbation or something like I'm totally present and I can tell if I lapse from that. What and, if what if you don't do it? if you don't do it what happens how do you feel? There's very rare circumstances that would cause me to not be able to do it. Uh, and I have different versions of it that I can do on the fly, like going through my pockets yeah, or backpacks or arranging things on my desk or even offering to clean other people's rooms, which I used to do for Josh, our friend yeah. Josh. I would, I would clean his house every time I spent the night over there. Yeah. Uh, partially because it was so, the boys were so messy and disorganized that I was afraid my stuff was going to get lost. So I would clean it just to preserve my own sanity, yeah. knowing where my stuff was. Um, Who's the boys? Where, where is he living at this place? Uh, it's oh, the same, mean, same house mean, he still lives in currently, or like where his brother lives. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. there's childhood home. I mean, Josh is kind of notorious. I don't even think he would. Uh, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't argue against the fact that he's extremely messy and disorganized. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he would own up to that. Uh, we've had several talks because we work together, and he says one of his least favorite things in the world is cleaning. Yeah. And I just couldn't be more opposite from that. <laughs> like, it, it gives me such joy. It gives me a zen-like joy that goes beyond some sort of, like, simple pleasure. That's a, that's very interesting, man. You, you are a... Fucking just, weirdo. <laughs> fucking weird asshole. <laughs> and I need you to get out of my house. But not before you clean it. I would love to. I can't stand this. No, that's really interesting. I never thought about the fact that, that you had OCD. It's, so, so you're like making a confession right now. No, because I think I'm... You're coming out of the closet? I'm pretty proud of it because it makes me... I don't ever forget anything um, because I'm so methodical with my stuff. Uh, and I very, very, very rarely lose things, knock on wood, because I do sometimes lose things, and when I do, it's devastating. Do you, but speaking of, wood, speaking of knocking on wood, is that something you always do no matter what? I like to knock on wood if I say something that's counterfactual to my current reality. So if I say, hey, I haven't been hit by a car recently, I like to knock on wood just just because... I think you should just sit there and not do it. See I, no, I can do that. I cannot do it. <laughs> I just feel like there's a certain kind of game you play with the universe, and if you start to gloat about some kind of fortune, uh, the universe is like, "Oh, okay. Well, if you're not if you're taking it for granted, then we'll show you what it looks like when it's taken away." 
So I think there's a very real danger in gloating. So in other words, people who lay in glass houses throw the... They throw stones. They should not be stoned. Don't get stoned in a glass house. Yeah, it'll freak you out. Every yeah. room is like, what? Yeah, everybody, you'll be able to see everybody that's on the street. What is you. happening? You'll forget about the glass and you'll get naked. I'm out here. <laughs> People can see you taking a shit. Yeah, it's that'd be a really weird. trippy experience. That would be really gross, actually, if you were taking a shit in a glass house. <laughs> like if the if the toilet and the pipes were glass too, and then like you're in the kitchen making something and the pipes go down like back towards like where you're cooking and you see someone's shit go down. <laughs> And you're like, God damn it, why'd you use that bathroom? Why don't you use the one that didn't go with its pipes over here? Yeah, we don't know what happens in the pipes. Like, we, we just leave it up to pipes to do their job. That was probably George Carlin's most Jerry Seinfeld-esque joke. Did he say something when he's that? like When he's talking about the tubes. He's like, where are these tubes? Has anyone seen them? He's, you know, he's talking about the country's going down the tubes. And yeah. then he's, and he's <laughs> silent. He's like, yeah. what tubes? Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone seen any tubes? I've never once seen a fucking tube. You think you would? The fucking whole country's going down him. It must be fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he's underrated. But yeah, Carlin. I agree. I think I think the people... No, he's, I mean, he said he's recognized as the best, one of the greatest comics of all time. I think he is underrated in terms of, like, I think people our age, I feel like most people wouldn't know who he is. As opposed to Louis C.K. or, like, uh, Patton Oswalt. Yeah, but... I don't, think, I don't think a lot of people would know who Patton Oswalt is. Really? Right now. Yeah, think I think that's more of a, like... I think comedy nerds are into Patton Oswalt. That could be part. true. Yeah, I, I guess most... I think everybody's into Louis C.K. because of his show. If Patton Oswalt had a show like that, then you know, I mean, that does that totally makes your career like amps it up to ten million when you have a TV show. Well, what about Mark Maron? Yeah, his show's not very good. I agree. <laughs> his show kind of sucks. Yeah, um, I agree. Not... And he's. A, Questionable. His acting is questionable. Yeah, highly totally. questionable. Very. Yeah. Where Lucy K is a really good actor. He is a very good actor. Yeah. And he's a director and everything. I don't know. Mark Maron just needs to get his shit together. I guess with Mark Maron, it's kind of like, I IFC was like, hey, let's steal this formula and let's apply it to a comedian who's kind of like Lucy K. He's not even. <laughs> they like, just wanted to milk that. <laughs> he's just a singular guy. That's the only thing he has in common with Lucy K. I just realized I'm like blowing ash all over the floor. Uh, all over, the, all over the flower. The flower. Should I, should I like sweep that up? Dude, I was gonna use that to make a cake, dude. You can't blow your ashes in the flower. Sorry, man. Why do you think I'm, I'm recording in this in my kitchen because I like the echo? I think you need to respect that. What's up with all these glass pipes, though, dude? What happens when someone takes a shit? Oh man, you didn't even want to know. See, that's what I'm talking that's about. That's a callback. It's way. That's a callback way too early. That's a big. This, we need to keep doing solid chunks of shit like that, man. Now we're really cooking. Now there's a there's a pun. Gas. Pun intended. Solid shit. Yeah, I was talking about poop. See, I knew exactly what I was saying. Man, you're smart. So, um, I was gonna say, I was gonna tell, talk about this story that happened uh, the other day. Okay. So the neighbor across the street. Um, Let's call him Billy. His name is. Uh, <laughs> his name is Bill. Is it really? Uh, no, I don't know what his name is. Oh, okay. I forget. Uh, I think it's fucking. Uh, you psyched it me with out. A D. Doesn't matter. That's that's what his name. His name is doesn't matter. <laughs> nice. With a D. But uh, <laughs> he's Czech, I guess. Yeah, and I'm uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Nice. Uh, my wrestling fans in the house will get that. But um, <laughs> so I went across. I was walking uh, Bailey, you know. Yeah, the dog. And uh, I had a. Well, he was he was you know. I was walking him. Okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I go across the street, and uh, the guy says, "Hey, man, get you a bag and pick up as many as you want." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "He's like, uh, I didn't say that, but I thought that." He's right. like, "There's there's pecans. I was like, this is a pecan tree. There's pecans all over the ground. Um, just pick up as many as you want." I've I picked up like four bags, hmm. and I was just thinking like, "Oh, like, you know, I don't really want to do that. Like, I'm too too lazy to do that. <laughs> I appreciate the offer." Um, but uh, I wasn't going to to do that. But uh, what ended up happening is that Bailey took a shit like right in front of. Him. I was just talking to him, mm. and Bailey shit right in front of him. So then I needed a bag. Mm. Um, so I was like, "I'll be right back, man. I'm gonna go get a bag." And then he was like, uh, "Yeah, take as many as you want. Take as many pecans as you want." You know, this is an old guy or something. Uh, he he was an older guy, probably yeah. in his sixties. Uh, very nice guy. But um, anyway, so I was like, had to I had to like I had to be like, oh like. <laughs> 
Uh, no, it was for uh, it's, it's, the bag. Actually, wasn't for the pecans. It's just for the the poop, because because uh, my dog just pooped like you know in front of you in your yard and stuff. And he's like, yeah, you know, take as many as you want. So, <laughs> it, was a, it was a weird misunderstanding. You should have been like, do you mind if I leave it, actually? <laughs> I don't want to take anything. Just can I leave it? Yeah, what I, the way I was like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I was going to get a bag for the dog poop. But, like, if you're cool, if you don't care, like, I, I just won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take as many as you want. But anyway, so, uh, so you know, I filled up the bag with the dog poop. Mm. And, and the pecans. Uh, uh, he gave me a handful of pecans. Nice. And I put those in my jacket pocket, <laughs> smartly. But uh, then uh, he was like, "Oh, I see you got you got you some pecans." This and, is the uh, same guy. Really who gave you the pecans? Who said that? Well, he's like, you know, I had the bag of dog shit in my hand. Yeah. And uh, he's like, "Oh, you got some pecans." I was like, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not proud of what I did. It's <laughs> really awkward, but I just, I just, I was like, yeah, got some pecans, and I, I ate the poop. <laughs> it, was, it was really really awkward hey man social contracts you gotta do what you gotta do yeah. I which, a, which part of that story do you think is not true I, I think you do know his name <laughs> I think you I think you do know his name yes Robert yeah I thought so Paulson Robert Paulson yeah his name was Robert Paulson Junior right or Senior uh, ju- Junior Senior yeah I haven't listened to them in a while yeah but this is not a music show man Keep well, your band references to yourself. Sorry, um, I had an, I had also an equally well. I felt very awkward today, and I had a run in with a neighbor as well. And the way it left me feeling was very vulnerable, and like I didn't know who I was as a person, and that uh, I wanted to flee from humanity. Yeah. Uh, like uh, part of my OCD. Okay, this ties in. Everything does because I'm just a pattern based organism. It's it's my own prison, really. Uh, like. Nice. What? I said nice. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty nice. Um, you got really defensive when I said that. Well, yeah, I like, like to what? fight. I like to fight. No, you're, you're like amped up right now. Yeah, I'm pretty mad. You're like, you're, you're just talking shit about me? No, I said nice. <laughs> nice. So, uh, I was going to check the mail, and when I do that... You did check in the mail? Sorry, I'm going to chill out. Wow, Jerry Seinfeld over here, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. I'm just on fire, I can't... What's the deal with checking the mail? <laughs> Are you checking the mail, or is the mail checking the mail? Um, the mail mailmen are usually males. Do mailmen check the mail that you mail? What about a woman, a, a male woman? Does she does she check the female? <laughs> what about a woman mailman? <laughs> a male woman. What the hell? Uh, yeah. I was like, anyway. Uh, I was checking the mail and uh, I have a specific way that I do it and it includes this is, there's a lot of background to this that's irrelevant but suffice it to say that there is one extra mailbox uh, that no one I live with uh, in a complex basically with three different people uh, three different couples th- three different groups of people <laughs> and, and we basically all share a centralized mail area in where there are three mailboxes, but there's this fourth mailbox that's sort of like a no man's land of mailboxes. And um, I don't, it, I didn't know that it was like clearly labeled or something. And I've noticed that the uh, postal office officer, the mailman, uh, <laughs> they're rather inept with like placing stuff in the proper location. And so I get kind of paranoid. Because they're, gov- they're government workers, man. Come on, they're how just, smart can they really be? They're just leeching off Uncle Sam, sucking on his dick, trying to get a buck or two. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, well, they're they're like you know, proprietors of the new world order, man. Right, right. They are the the sole proprietors of the you know new world order. They the, project they progenin, progeninate the system every day. You know exactly. Um, they're progenerators. They're, um, pro- they're, they're professional proliferating proprietors of the new world order. Right. What's, what's the word I'm looking for? Propagate. They propagate it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I have a specific routine and my routine involves checking this fourth superfluous and unclaimed mailbox. And so today I was checking it. I was listening to a podcast while I was doing it. I was enjoying the day. Yeah, of course. Um, One of my patterns is to do everything while listening to podcasts. Hmm. Um, you're listening to a podcast right now, aren't you? Oh, hold on. Let me pause it. What'd you say? (laughs) Um, thanks. Uh, so I go and I check this superfluous mailbox. We'll call it box S for superfluous. Yeah. And um, the my neighbor, who I later came to find 
lays claim over this mailbox, came out shirtless, and he was like, hey, uh, and I was like, hey, I take out my headphones. Yeah. And he was like, can you like uh, not always check our mailbox? Like, <laughs> it's like really kind of like intrusive. And my heart sank because I was like really confused because I didn't honestly know that that was like a claimed mailbox. Yeah. And I felt like he was being very like aggressive towards me. Well, so, did, did the mail have names on it? I don't understand what this mailbox so, was. Um, like I said, there's a lot of backstory that's totally like stupid. <laughs> uh, but basically, okay, so I live in a carriage house, right? What's that? Uh, God damn it. <laughs> See, this is, I'm going to have to explain so much stuff. Is, is, this, is this something that you explained before? No. Um, <laughs> but you have to set it up right. I, just, just do, <clears throat> just, just consolidate it. Okay. So there's this house. There's a big it's house. Part of, it's, if we're having a show where we're talking, then, you know, don't be afraid to talk. I thought... Shut the fuck up! (laughs) (laughs) So there's this big house in the front that faces the street. That's the main house. A carriage house where I live with my girlfriend and my dogs is behind that. It's like a small house that like in-laws would live in or something. And so the big house faces the street and that's where the mailboxes are. And so when we first moved in, the mail system was all fucked up because there was one box and there were three different people with mail coming in. Yeah. And this one box was the box that I would continue to check because the mail people, mailmen are inept and so but you you were assuming that they were inept because they're actually putting it in the right place well you don't know until you check right <laughs> yeah, it's Do like you check other people's mailboxes that yeah are just from, like walking down I, the street yeah five five mailboxes up and down the street i'll check to, and i'll go through every piece of mail and i'll take the pornography and i won't leave that i'll take that with me but yeah i make sure that everything is properly stamped addressed and delivered to the house that it's supposed to be so wait <laughs> that's but a joke. I, that's not true I, I know i know it's not but honestly why were you checking that mailbox well okay so and you did it multiple times every day every day several times a day maybe 3 times a day wow um why <laughs> because maybe there's something important in there that's like that's, what? that's the essence of the sickness but it's it's for who it would it would be for erica wait so it so my girlfriend you you were checking their mail because the mailman might have put the might have put a package or a bill or some sort of a letter into the wrong box and then Has we that, would, have that ever happened? We have gotten other people's mail, so it stands to reason that people would get ours. Yeah, I think especially that's... considering we have this superfluous S box, and then we have in front of that. So, like I was saying, there was a big debacle when we first moved in because everyone was going through one central mailbox. And so the landlords put in three new mailboxes, one for each unit, A, B, and C. Yeah. So we all have our own box now, but sometimes... Now, we, there's, now there's an S. There's this S box. It's the mystery. Yeah. And so I would check that just in case the mailman was like, Oh, this one doesn't have a specification for the unit. <laughs> and, and so he would just go, I'll put it in the, the one right there. <laughs> So I would check that one just that's in case. How, that's what your mailman's like? Yeah. I think you should you fire tell. him. I, I, if I've tried. Choice. I've given him his walking papers. Just for being creepy. Yeah. I, he gave him his walking papers, but the, he he had to mail them and he put... He, he didn't exactly. Them, <laughs> he didn't give them to the right house. <laughs> he lost them on the way to the store. Yeah. A funny thing happened on the way to the mailbox. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, anyway... Okay, I want to so, hear the rest of the story. So basically, I felt... My neighbor came out and... I felt, again, I felt like he was being very aggressive with me. Like, like he, I felt like I was being accused of being a creep. Because uh, he told me I'm, that I was I'm, being... You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm saying my mind is... There is nothing wrong with obsessively <laughs> checking someone else's mailbox. That is totally healthy in society. It, it, it's, I'm doing society a service by making sure that all mail is properly routed. But why don't you become a mailman? I damn well might. What I think if- it's a sweet gig. Would you do it on your bike? Is that possible? Mm, probably not. You'd have to carry so killed. much mail. I'd be killed. Yeah, man. Someone would hit me. Yeah, you have to, plus you have to go up to every every mailbox, you know. I'd have to open it several times, make sure the mail was still there. And you're, <laughs> you'd probably get, your arm would get cramped from doing that all day. Tennis elbow. Yeah. And you're going to put the flag up and down or whatever. Oh, Lord. Let's just, let's just skip it. <laughs> let's not even talk about the flag. So anyway, I felt really bad. No, I want to I wanna, I wanna put off the ending of the story even longer. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, it was a weird, it was a weird combination of feelings though. Cause I walked away and I felt like arguing with him at first because like, I felt like I was not doing anything wrong, but he was accusing me of doing something wrong. And so I just wanted to be like, I, I wanted to just point out to him. I wanted to be like, he was like, 
yeah, that's our mailbox. And I was like, I wanted to be like, so you have two mailboxes? <laughs> like I wanted to be like, that's, that's the weird thing here. You realize like, it's not, it's not what I'm doing. Like I told him, I was like, sorry, I didn't realize there was text on the side of the mailbox that says unit a, um, I was like, so sometimes, you know, they put the, the mail in the wrong box and it was just like this very awkward interaction, which up to this point, me and this neighbor have only had like good conversations. Yeah. Uh, but like, I kind of like wanted to punch him when he, when he was telling me that. <laughs> Why? Because you made you feel embarrassed? Yeah, I guess so. I guess it was like a primal, like animalist. And I apologize, Kevin, if you're listening, I don't really want to do that. It was just like a fight or flight thing. And I felt, I felt fight and flight simultaneously. I was just like, fuck you. And I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, like I walked back to the house and I was like wearing all my bike stuff and I felt like a retard. Like I felt like, who the fuck am I? Why am I trying to do all this stuff? Why don't I just like go fucking like be a farmer and, and just not have a name and never do anything and make a simpler life, like live off the grid, build my own house out of sticks, you know, fuck this. I don't need to deal with these goddamn people all the time. I felt like Ron Swanson, you know, you were mad at the guy though. You weren't mad at yourself. I was mad at myself and the guy. Like I said, it was like fight and flight combination. It was a weird combination of feelings and it was very uncomfortable. I felt bad for about 10 minutes. I was like, why do I feel like a dog that was just yelled at? What is this bullshit? You know? It's, it's awkward. It's it was awkward. It was pretty awkward. So you get your friends with that guy now? Yeah, we're good friends. I mean, we've had good... He's he's about twice my age. Or or maybe a little less. Uh, he, you know, he's less than twice my age. He's maybe mid-40s or early 40s. Yeah. So, I mean, we've had talks, but I mean, we can't really identify with too much. Is he an, is he an intimidating guy? No, not necessarily. He didn't scare you when he rolled up on you? No, like he that? didn't scare me. I mean, we're similar heights. Uh, I, I'm not, I wasn't scared. You're not afraid of anybody, are you? Mm. You're afraid of Kimbo Slice? I don't even know who that is. What about, uh, what about, uh, so you would, you would take on, you know, Floyd, big money man, Mayweather, <laughs> in the ring? No. <laughs> I would if I got to train with Joe Rogan for a year. But that for would, a year? That would be, yeah, I've got to train for at least a year. Are you serious? Only with with Joe Rogan? Yeah, because we'd smoke weed all day. We'd go to the isolation chambers all night. I'd be a permanent guest on his show. And then by the end of it, I'd know all these Brazilian jiu-jitsu moves. So I'd beat the shit out of Fury Merriweather or whatever his name is. Because he only knows how to box. And I would know how to jiu-jitsu. And I'd be like, oh, sorry, man. Uh, It sucks that you are so so limited in your fighting ability. But I guess I'll kick your ass anyway for your enjoyment. You'd be disqualified. Yeah, but I would, I would beat his ass. He would be dead, and I would be disqualified. But I'd say, hey, I'm not a boxer, bitch. You asked me to come <laughs> yeah, here and fight this guy. I'm not. Hey. <laughs> and I would have bet. I, I, was, I understood that this was a fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was sorry. I'm sorry. I thought that uh, I thought this was a fight. Apparently, it's some kind of thing where... Oh, I, I didn't know this was a tea party, and I didn't realize <laughs> I'd be dining with a girl in a dress. <laughs> some big words, man. Yeah, I really hope that he doesn't listen to this. He probably does. He, he's I know. A scary guy. Weekend review is really big in the wrestling scene. I mean, boxing. <laughs> <laughs> and you're disrespecting him more by not even knowing his sport. Yeah, I don't even know who he is, honestly. Floyd Money Mayweather. I don't. I can't picture him. But yeah, I know he's there. You don't know Floyd the Big Moolah Money Man. Maker, Why do you keep Money Man Maker Money Man? He's the Money Money Man. Money Mayweather. Nope. <laughs> um, what about Manny Pacquiao? Yeah, okay, okay, I get it. You're you're referencing that one fight. I get it. The two fighters from that one fight. I get it. <laughs> you look you look really irritated. I'm so I fight or flight right now. I'm on the fight side. <laughs> Why do you have so much darkness inside of you, man? I guess it goes back to my parents. You know, it's just you know, you, when you don't receive as much love as you need, and uh, you have many sleepless nights, just shaking in terror until you physically can't stay awake because your muscles just won't work anymore you just sort of collapse to sleep when you've had that life and you've lived in substandard conditions you know sleeping on glass you know drinking old water being thrown thrown moldy bread uh, it's just like it is sort of like you said it's like a PTSD I can't help but be this way because of where I've been what I've seen what I've experienced. <laughs> Didn't work. Weren't you meant to uh, eat your family dog at one point? You had to catch him and... Like, yeah. I mean, to be truthful, he was sick anyway. So, I didn't... So that it was, wasn't... It was, it made him easier to catch? 
Oh, he was so- I, it wasn't a chase. It was like me trying to fight Floyd Merriweather, or whatever. After a year of training with Joe Rogan, it was just no contest. So you did train with Joe Rogan for a year? It would be to, like to chase that. Your dog. It would be like that. I didn't say well, I right, did. Alright, man. All right, God, all right. fight or flight, man. All right. I have a few other points, but I feel like I've talked a lot, so... Uh, so, so you're saying I should take over? I have no you don't have to. I, I would love to keep talking, but I don't want to be selfish because I listen to other podcasts where the, the people are less gracious than I, and uh, I don't want to take on those traits. All right. Well, I got some points. I have some shit I wanted to bring up. Okay. <laughs> I would say that... Uh, bring up that shit. I would say that ham and cheese sandwiches are the cheeseburgers of the ham world. What do you think of that? <coughs> Being a vegetarian, I have no comment. Other than to say... The I think ham is disgusting. Lunch meats in general are disgusting. Um, the WHO recently said that those meats give you cancer, and if anyone is surprised, then they must be over the age of fifty. Because the old people can't read news. Because the old people are just dyed in their their wool with their ways, you know. They they'd be said, huh? What? A bologna sandwich isn't good for you." You know, I can just see that. Like the the, I bet the upheaval in like uh, nursing homes when the WHO released that study was like Ferguson all over again. Just old people oh, like Ferguson. burning shit and and looting and uh, stealing medicine and killing nurses. I mean, it was just old people get buck wild when you try to rock their world, and when science does it, just look out. You know. Yeah. I don't even. I have no. I have no comment. Sometimes. Sometimes. You shock me. You shock me with the things you say. Yeah. Like a hurricane. But uh, I think I know something that might help. <coughs> Sorry, I had to water my... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Under water, water the sunflower. Bless you. On the windowsill. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Um, I would like to say, since uh, you made such an excellent point, I feel like it's my turn again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> About the ham and cheese sandwiches? Yeah, that was, I'm going to have to take a while to recover from that. Hey, so. I'd, be, I'd be glad to talk more. I actually have something that I thought of that I wanted to talk about. Sure, sure. Go for it. Well, what, what did you want to say? Oh, it's sort of a long thing, so I can wait. Well, that's cool. I'll just you sit here for another 15, it's, it's 15 cool. 20 hey, minutes. I'll, I'll cut it out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Go ahead. Just speak as long as you want. <laughs> yeah, it will not be on the final it, episode. It's so. just going to show up and be like, hey, I'll... Me. And it'll go back to you. We can, I, can, I can actually edit the show. There's no reason that I shouldn't do that. I mean, anyway. Other than just the time it takes to do it, I guess, right? That seemed to always be the biggest like impediment. It was just like, yeah, you. Can. So uh, I got these things, these these cards. These are at, big. At, yeah, they're they're big. They're about well. The reason that they're so big is because they're meant to be hung on the wall of a classroom. That's so dark. These are like teaching tools. You know, these pictures. I don't know. You want to describe uh, this yeah. picture? It's a bunch of pictures, and uh, next to it is like uh, questions that are supposed to make you think about the pictures. You're supposed to hang these up in your classroom and, you know, to inspire discussion. And there's a bunch yeah. of them and they all have double, they all have different huh. sides. We should do a few of these. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So, so you want to describe uh, this, yeah. this first one? So this, this is one of my favorite pictures. It's really interesting, kind of like, uh, looks like rotoscoped. rotoscoped yeah, it uh, totally does. Yeah, like, like Scanner Darkly or yeah. uh, Waking Life. In fact, I think it is that. It's probably pictures that have from, been... It's like cutscenes from Waking Life. <laughs> yeah, just it looks like it's from Waking Life, but the colors are really interesting. I wanted to, I, I got this because it was like fifty cents. Huh. This whole thing, or maybe like two dollars. Maybe it was like hey. it was like probably thirty, yeah, about three hundred bucks. But like, six or half dozen. Yeah, six or two or, or half a dozen of the one of the thing. Yep. But uh, as they usually say. So yeah, I'll go ahead and describe these before you continue to ramble. Uh, I don't think I'm rambling, man. I think I'm just saying the good stuff. Say stuff whatever I want. I think I'm just saying one, one, one of the other, one of the one that do, do the thing. So why don't you just go ahead and read it, sure. man? So the, this picture is about the size of an LP, like a vinyl or a vinyl uh, record. That's uh, the first, <laughs> yeah. Go describe the size. Yeah, thing. that's uh, that's really important. It's about eleven by eleven <laughs> square. Uh, In case you wanted to recreate this, it's about fourteen diagonal inches. It's it's just a picture. It's a picture of. Uh, 
two these, boys. These two boys. Or maybe transgendered children who haven't quite decided. It's hard their, to tell. Their, their gender is hard to discern, but yeah. the one on the left is eating uh, what looks like a bag of chips that are spilling out onto the cafeteria table. Slop, and they also yeah. brought a bowl, I guess, to <laughs> pour more the chips, chips. <laughs> to pour the chips into. Yeah. Or just maybe a, maybe he had the whole bag and the bowl and he just like had them separately, like had the bag of this, chips saran wrapped. This, this fat boy brought so many chips that he needed a bowl and a bag in order to contain them all. And they're still spilling on the table, even with the bowl there. So good job, stupid. I guess he didn't need that fucking bowl. He's, he's also... <laughs> Why'd you bring a bowl if you're right. just going to eat them off the fucking you, table? He's like going to carry like that a, bowl like around all day? <laughs> fucking idiot. So, and he's also eating a Snickers bar. Yeah. So that's the guy on the left. And the guy on the right... Uh, has glasses on, so he's a little bit more intelligent. He's smarter, obviously. <laughs> and he has a green shirt. He looks like generally a higher class person. Perhaps a quarter Asian. Yeah, he's. I think he's a mixed uh, child. Hey, I understand that. Um, but uh, so he's eating a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Doesn't can't really tell what's in the sandwich. No, it's ambiguous on purpose. It, it looks like it's empty, almost. Oh, Bailey's in here. Bailey wants to go out. I didn't realize he was in here. You go see your mama, Bella. You go see your mama. mama. Go sit the mama bottle. So, uh, yeah, home, so little dude buddy on the fucking right, <laughs> is, uh, he's eating a sandwich and he has an apple and a banana and some grapes. Right. So you get what I'm saying? The guy, kid on the left eating junk food, kid on the right eating good food. Right. So you're supposed to hang this on your wall as a teacher and have the class, I guess, write essays about these things. Uh, these are just some topics. Yeah. What choices are the boys making? Well, they're both choosing to eat. I think that's yeah. arguably true. Yeah. No anorexic boys at that table. Yeah, they're definitely both, uh, you know... Chowing down. What? I would say neither of them probably suffer... Well, probably the, the guy on the left has some kind of uh, sugar addiction. Probably is going to become diabetic. He's yeah. got some, something wrong with him. There's something wrong with his brain, you know? I don't know why he's sticking so much of that Snickers into his mouth. Like, yeah. Can you just take a small bite and then remove the bar from your mouth, please? Like, he's a goddamn gluttonous pig. This is... Well, it just looks a little suggestive. And he's not even the kid. The kid on the left isn't even fat. No, not yet. These are very PC, uh, you know, cartoons. Right. Or whatever you want All these it. kids should be fatter and uglier than they actually are. Yeah. They're definitely stupid. They got that part right. They're stupid, but they're charming. Right. I'd say. Maybe even I would say sexy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's go on to the second one. <laughs> what are some healthy foods that you like to eat? Let's skip that one. That's boring. Uh, well, I like to eat... Uh, I, I, I want to talk about this because okay. I'd like to brag about it. Cool. Uh, I like to eat... Um, I like to eat, uh, you know... Apples and bananas. <laughs> I do eat apples and bananas. I'll, I have a fair amount of juice. Um, I like nuts, you know. Uh, <laughs> who's what's confe- so, what's who's so confessing stuff now? <laughs> what's, why, I don't understand. Coming out, you told me I was coming out of the closet with this OCD stuff. You're talking about how much you love nuts. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, nuts are really good food. They're healthy for you. Oh, yeah, I bet they are. I bet you love them. I mean, yeah, I do. What, what's going on right now? No, I mean, I like them too. Whatever, it's cool. Hey, man, this is 2015. We can all like nuts. That's a weird thing to say. I don't think so. Hey, I'm not nuts for thinking it, am I? You're not nuts for... What does that mean? Nuts are food. It's a protein. They're full of protein. Yes, they are. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I, obviously you've heard of like peanuts, cashews, pecans. Yeah, there's a bunch of names for I, them, yeah. I was talking about pecans earlier. That is, that's... Okay. Remember when I was talking about the pecans earlier? Yeah. That, a pecan is a nut. Anyway. So I'd like to eat that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, what about you? What, what foods do you eat that are healthy? Well, part of my OCD, I eat the same thing every day, so... Don't you don't you eat like tuna salad every day or something or like I used to salmon eat salmon salad? salad yeah but I've switched it now what's it now it's sort of like a curried uh, cabbage bean vegetable stir fry with rice describe describe go, go and get like wait fucking rewind <laughs> explain what that is and how you make it and every I want to know everything about it. And I'm just going to take a nap. <laughs> I would probably fall asleep trying to describe it. I enjoy doing it because I get to drink beer and listen to podcasts. But uh, what is actually what actually goes into it in the process of it isn't very interesting to, to talk about or to uh, listen to. So let's just skip over it. Please. But it's good, right? It's, it's pretty good, yeah. I think I like the salmon salad more. But I think that eating the salmon was kind of hard to digest in comparison. So am I, am I to understand that you will not uh, just eat different things every day? 
Like, why can't you? Like, you will never just. Why, I do very much. Why don't you eat the salmon salad sometimes and mm-hmm. then eat that, that thing some other times? Well, I think it's hard when you go shopping to plan for a week's worth of meals every day that are different. That's been my experience. Uh, so for me, I just like to get a lot of the same thing and then just eat it every day because it's easy, it's predictable, you get a routine of how you make it, so it's it's efficient when you make it. Uh, and I, I try to make it pretty healthy, so even though it's not necessarily a variety of different foods, it's a good amount of foods of a specific type that are giving me good uh, vitamins, minerals, proteins, etc. But you need a carbo load, don't you? Not necessarily. I don't bike as much anymore. No way. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, I boke here, but... Uh, actually, one of my points I wanted to talk about was uh, I went to Portland a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Um, Why didn't we talk about this earlier? Because you wanted to bring up your bully posters and describe the kids uh, sucking off Snickers bars. <laughs> uh, we, we could, we could come put a pin in that and come back to it later. Sure. Yeah, but yeah talk about your Portland excursion. Well, Kenneth went to bike school. Yeah. Bike school. Imagine it. Uh, what's the deal with the bike school? Yeah. So it was located in Portland, Oregon. I don't remember if we talked about it. I know I made the uh, reservations and all for it like six months ago. So yeah, this is a chance that we've already talked about it. But I did end up going. And yeah. it was a very cool experience. Portland is way better than Atlanta for a lot of different reasons. Uh, not the least of which is the legal status of marijuana, which I didn't really get to indulge in all that much, but just the fact that it was there was very cool. I went to several dispensaries, uh, which was just a surreal experience. Uh, Yeah. yeah, To buy a pre-rolled joint that's three quarters of a gram for six... How much do you think a gram is? uh, First of all, they don't sell it by the gram, they sell it by the eighth, but how much do you think an eighth is? uh, Well, I pay 50 bucks for an eighth. Nice. Yeah. It's like less than 20 for an eighth. Really? <laughs> yeah. And you can buy a pre-roll joint that's a three-quarter gram for like $6. Holy shit. Yeah. Man, dude. So and you can... Why didn't no, you smoke the entire time? Because I was in school. And honestly, I don't, I don't oftentimes have good experiences with weed, especially if I smoke like too much. Uh, like if I OD. Yeah. Um, I get really paranoid. And I was by myself for a week. I... It was a it was a long process. Actually, I tried to podcast it, but I I was having so much fun that I didn't want to stop doing what I was doing to reflect, which happened a lot when I was in Japan too. Like I really wanted to document stuff, but I was just like, if I document, it's gonna pull me out of it. Well, yeah, yeah. So totally. I uh, makes sense. I only recorded for like a few days, but it was it was definitely the best experience of my life. The education was really awesome. It was really fun. It was hands on technical learning. So. That was really cool. So much better than high school stuff that we did. That was just all abstract nonsense. Yeah. Like, this is like working on a machine every day. And the I, bike, as it were. Yeah, the bike, as it were. Uh, I stayed at this awesome hostel. I met all these cool people. I met uh, this, a lot of foreigners, which was kind of surprising. I met this guy from... Not cool, man. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Donald Trump, hey, the president. Hey, I don't want to hear about this part. <laughs> this part makes me nervous and pissed off. <laughs> I, but I, do I have your vote? You do, you do, Mr. Trump, Do, Dr. Trump. All right, thanks, then. I'm going to leave. Hey, Weekend Review is the worst show in the world. <laughs> vote for me. Bye-bye. Vote for me. You, you goddamn you. queer. <laughs> queer. That was uh, Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but yeah, I could go on at length about that. And since we don't have very much time, I won't. But suffice it to say, best experience ever. It was two weeks away from work. I was really bummed to come back. I still... This actually kind of bleeds into, I think, the last thing I had written down. Which is that I'd really like to like, have some sort of a technical proficiency and like mastery yeah. uh, at something. Like, I've been watching a bunch of How It's Made videos and stuff like that. Yeah. And obviously working on bikes a lot since I came back, uh, and even before then as well. But um, I don't know. Like, when I was in sophomore year of college, I worked in this house over on West Paces Ferry uh, doing this renovation for this really wealthy couple. Uh, they were making, they were renovating their attic space from being just raw wood to being like a livable, usable room. And it was like probably the best employment experience I've ever had because it was really fucking hot every day and I sweat 
sweated my ass off, which oh, I love. That sounds great, man. I love that, and it was really challenging. Uh, who, who doesn't? Who doesn't love being uncomfortable all the time? Oh, I, I think it. I'd say you're a totally normal guy, man. I don't know why everybody says you're so weird. You're obsessed with checking the mail. You love to be extremely uncomfortable, <laughs> and your emotional fragility is like that of an injured dog. And you eat salmon salad like every goddamn day, <laughs> and you fart like a madman. Um, you like beat yourself with you know reeds, but I deserve it. <laughs> um, uh, so yes, I would like to have some sort of a skill, and I don't know if it because I I actually got an offer to work at a bike shop, and so I was actually like considering what my career would be. Like, should I stay where I'm working now, which is a really good job? Or should I follow something that's a little bit more in line with something that really gave me a lot of joy? And I ended up staying where I am, but I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, like it would be awesome to work in that same field again, like framing spaces and working with wood and hammers in your hands and like having to understand how a tape measure works, which is not hard to, to get, but to actually understand it so that you can build something and it's actually accurate and beautiful. That's pretty cool. And so that was my favorite job I think I ever had. And hopefully one day in the future, I'll have something similar again. And that's going to bring it to an uh, end for this. Uh... <laughs> We're not going to end on that. <laughs> Fuck that, man. You spent, spent like 30 minutes talking about some stupid bullshit. <laughs> Those are my last two notes. I had PDX and mastery. So uh, yeah. Mastery? What, mastery. Yeah, mastery. Oh, you actually, those were actually part of your notes? Those are my notes, yeah. I didn't mean to diss your notes. I don't care. I don't, I don't think that was a diss. I didn't get my fight or flight uh, reaction, so you're you're in the clear. I got some more jokes I could try on you. Sure, let's hear them. Um, I'm still recovering from that ham and cheese, though. I will warn you. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I don't even... Just thinking about it makes me want to throw up. <laughs> the ham and cheese? Yeah, because it's so goddamn funny. It's like a perfect joke, you know. I'm a really funny guy. You didn't steal that from anyone else, did you? See, everybody asked me that. Like, everybody's like, hey, did, like, Richard Pryor or yeah. like, George Carlin or, like, yeah. Lenny Bruce write that? Like, jamming in New York, George or, Carlin. Like, actually, they're like, I think that was, like, um, Socrates. Uh, the original yeah. comedian. Yeah. Um, but no, it's not true. Hmm. I come up with all my jokes my own. Cool. I come from up here. Yeah, I want to hear some more of them. Uh, well, so... <laughs> that I don't want to tell anymore. Just, just come to a comedy show. Actually, I, this would be a great idea for me to post this in time to promote. Well, no, I'm not going to have it done by tomorrow. I have a show tomorrow. You could. A comedy I'm, show tomorrow. You don't need to add anything to this. I think it's perfect. Yeah, so just post it. Are you performing tomorrow at uh, weekend? Last weekend? The uh, final weekend? Last, last Wednesday. Yeah, last Wednesday. I'm going to be doing... I'm going to be doing like uh, probably four or five minutes of comedy. That's awesome. Would some call that stand-up? Uh, yeah. Standing up comedy? Pretty much, yeah. Hey, I'm not going to be sitting down. Some comedians do that, you know, they do the, whoa, Come back. Right. My chair was uh, rolling away. So, you you do have the show. Moments we wish, I wish that we had a video podcast, you know? Yeah, that was... Uh, but we didn't even have an audio podcast, because I'm not making this a regular thing. Sorry. Sorry, weekend review heads. No commitment. No... There's no fucking way that I'm doing this. Sorry, oh, David Jonaber. <laughs> David Jonaber. Shout out to David Jonaber. You think he'll hear this one? Uh, probably not. He probably deleted his subscription after like the first few months where there was nothing posted. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, what do you think of this episode? I don't, do you feel like it's it's among our our best? I'd say it's a strong comeback. It's not a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. I would say it's a strong reboot. Mm, it's more like a renew. Like a weekend. Renew? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Different flavor. I get it. Speaking of flavors, I really like this uh, this wine. Shout out to Erica for this this nice wine. I'm actually going to have a little bit more of it. Kretzmann. Scupperdine. It's Scupperdine. Yeah. It tastes, tastes it's, good. I think it is. Especially if you chill it. I think it's it, you can almost drink it like it's apple juice. Yeah. Except it gets you fucked oh, 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 shit, bitch. <laughs> So you think we end Get you fucked up, shit, bitch! And see, we can't do Get you fucked up, bitch! Ah, this has been great. And you know, maybe we'll do another one. I don't know, I have to listen to it. Okay. We'll go back. I don't think, I think, like, you know, just like normal, we didn't really talk about anything. Well, I mean, who's to say 
I mean, we filled space. How much more can you talk? Is is any speech ever really any more elevated than any other speech? All you're doing is interrupting the vacuum of sound with like stupid human vibrations. I think we said a lot. See, saying stuff like that is not going to get us listeners, man. Because people are going to be like, huh? Yeah, exactly. Painted to the lowest common denominator. Also, I'm probably a little too far from the microphone. And uh, just go through every time you talked and then just uh, increase the volume by five decibels. (laughs) Just find it every single time you say something. It'll sound great and even. It'll go, it'll have like no hiss, and then all of a sudden it'll be like, (laughs) and then you'll say something, and then the hiss will go away. After, yeah, you know. I gotta, sorry, sorry, I'm scratching my balls right now. I gotta, I gotta at least, uh, (laughs) that was kind of an intimate moment there. It's kind of an unnecessary explanation of really digging into my nutsack. Cool, you got big balls. Some have, some have said, and it's, 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 anyway, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so Oops. this has been a good episode, and I think that's going to be it for us, you know, so from, from, all, from all the way here to, from here where I am right now in People's Town, and me, me and Kenneth want to say thank you for listening. Tell us what you think. We want to say a few. We want to say happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, yeah. Because it's it's gonna be here soon. We we can work this out, man. We we can work the show out. We talk about it enough. It could be really good. Happy and, Thanksgiving. You know, happy Thanksgiving. Happy anniversary. Because it's our one year anniversary. Yeah. And happy David Johnover. Thanks, David Johnover. Peace out. What? So that's it. Uh, thanks for checking out the show. I know it's been a while since we had an episode. We might make this a continuous thing again. But, I mean, I don't really give a shit. I got a lot of cool shit going on. I got a new rap album called Bitch King that you can check out at ridiculousjacket.bandcamp.com. I got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of pots going and a lot of different pans. And I am Jake Cook, so it stands to reason. That I do that. Okay, thanks. Have a good day. You've been listening to a production of the, the podcast, podcast Empire. Empire. Spread, Spread the, the word. word.